0: Bienvenidos and welcome back to Puro Pinche Gol, the place we discuss all things USMNT y la Selección Mexicana. My name is Adrian. I'm joined once again by our co-host in tocayo, Adrian, Adrian, what's a good,
1: man? Hey, how's it going, dude? Sorry, I was on mute. Um, <laughs> you know, the just finished watching the USMNT match, and uh, I want to hear all about all about it, man. I want to hear what you have to say. I think uh, I think we're gonna hear some harsh comments today.
0: Yeah, likewise. I want to hear your thoughts on it too, man. I um. Yeah, let, let's just get into it before we, we ruin anything. <laughs> uh, as as our, our listeners, watchers here know, I mean, a lot of you guys are USMNT fans, obviously. Um, y'all must have watched that game, y'all must have suffered through it with us, and uh, mm-hmm. saw that ultimately the U.S. fell to pe- uh, in penalties to Panama 5-4. Um, they went to extra time for the second game in a row, penalties for the second game in a row, and um, yeah, ultimately could not cut it for this match um we talked about in our preview match that uh this panama team is their a team man it's the team that um reached the uh third player lost barely lost played better than mexico in the third place uh match against the nation's league there were not going to be no pushover um they dominated possession every match including that match against mexico in the nation's league third place and every match they've played so far in the gold cup and that has not changed man they uh dominated possession here 56 percent and 44 percent had 150 more passes than um, the USA had a higher pass accuracy than them and uh, maybe were even unlucky to not win it in in uh you know normal time right they yeah. they had one called back for offside one or two actually and uh, they they maybe got a, ultimately I feel they they were the deserved winner I didn't see enough from the USA at all to to grant them winning if they had won on penalties it would have been you know sheer luck at that point or just because you know penalties come down to you know who's a better shooter better under stress whatnot yeah. but uh it, they they, they didn't, definitely didn't deserve to win um in the 120 minutes usa uh i don't know man um let's talk about the lineup first and then we'll go into each individual performance i guess uh yeah. bj callahan sent out again 433 the formation we know he likes to send out uh when matt turned mm-hmm. in the back uh reynolds on the and reynolds and jones on the sides defense uh left and right back uh robinson in the middle which we predicted Well, we didn't predict at all was Aaron Long starting? Um, we know they had trouble. All center backs had trouble against Canada. Miles Robinson that that handball. Matt Miazga getting beat for Canada's second goal. Um, but we thought it would be either Jalen Neal, Matt Miazga, or Miles Robinson combo of the three. We did not suspect Aaron Long coming in. Um, granted, Aaron Long had a okay, not okay. He I mean he he got he was getting destroyed by Karaskia. Um but and Quintero, but uh, he didn't because of him there weren't any really problems or you know, no yeah. goal was his his by his fault. Uh that's what I'm going for. Um in, in the midfield was Busio, Sands and Mikhailovich. And uh, up top what we were hoping for was uh, Vasquez starting, Cal and Ferreira to his left and right, respectively. Um so other than Elong, it was pretty I, I thought we, we discussed before the match pretty decent, pretty strong uh lineup right uh vasquez who we've been clamoring for to start started el caballo cal started replacing tendejas who we during the match we figured out he he didn't start or he didn't play because of an injury he picked up a knock um ferreira kind of moving to the side uh the on the right uh right forward letting vasquez kind of be that central striker role and yeah. uh it, it ultimately just came down like we said in our preview to who won the midfield who won to retain possession and ultimately that was uh godoyn beating busio muhejlovich and sands there in the midfield dominating possession um you know i've been talking for a good five minutes here i want to hear your take at least before (laughs) we we really start analyzing the match what did you think of this lineup
1: i mean uh, honestly it wasn't it wasn't necessarily the worst lineup that we've seen uh on this gold cup right uh i don't know if it was the best one so far i was surprised i just like you were to see aaron long why I don't know why. I mean, BJ Callahan spent every single match swapping his uh, center back uh, pairs. Why would you have to do it this time? Um, and then on top of that is I was excited to see Caballo Cabo and uh, uh, Jesus Ferreira with Brandon Vasquez in the center. Um, it looks like Sendejas he, he, he left Sendejas on the bench, but it wasn't because he wanted to leave Sendejas on the bench. It looks like Sendejas was injured before the match. So that's the whole reason why he wasn't playing. But if Sendejas would have been healthy or 100% during the match, he would have definitely used it. So, I mean, I, you know, no high expectations because this is not this is not a str- the strongest uh, eligible roster for the USMNT. But, man, I was not expecting what we just saw.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at, obviously, if to look at it perspective-wise, right, this is probably the C team or D team, Um Based off how many players U.S. has in Europe in their pool of players, uh, but at the same time they're playing against countries that have U.S.L. based players, MLS based players. Yeah. This USA team is all MLS players with some European players sprinkled in there. So you would yeah. think that they would have enough, you know, talent to to beat these. Um, these teams. I mean, you know, Panama's no pushover like we said. They they do have some European based players, but most of their players play in in, Nor- in CONCACAF in the Costa Rican league, Mexican league, MLS. Um so it you know why the US has like Mihalovic, he plays in Iyak, uh, Aj- you know, Asad Alfmar uh Matt Turner, who's probably the only standout, uh, except for that goal for Panama. I think he he could have done better obviously, but um he he did get exposed there. But uh, yeah, man, I, I I don't know. It, it was a I, I consider this even though it's their C and D team, it's a failure, man. We use the term a lot in Spanish when Mexico has a failure, we call it a fracaso. It's a fracaso for the USA, I want to say. Um, I think they have enough talent, uh, even if it is an MLS slash European team, to to make it to the final at least, um, or to at least put up a better display than what they did. They went out on a very low note these last two games, barely beating <laughs> yeah, Canada. In penalties man. and and now mm-hmm. here, um, but I don't know, man. Props to Panama, uh, deserved winners there. Yeah, um, and I guess this is the last we see of BJ Callahan.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good readings. Well, not good readings because <laughs> he's he <laughs> he's still gonna be with uh, Triple G, right? But uh, it just makes me wonder if uh, if Triple G is pe- playing the puppeteer. You know, uh, ever ever since I don't know if. This might these people are well, a lot of people who are in favor of Triple G and maybe MLS are going to say that this is just you know pure coincidence, coincidence. but I don't think there's such a thing as pure coincidence. You know, um, I have the feeling that maybe Triple G was or had a heavier role in terms of like advising BJ Callahan uh, because of the you know the, the names that we saw in this last uh lineup, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure that no one's going to ask that. BJ, i don't think anyone's gonna ask bj callahan if he was consulting triple g on any of these matches uh i don't think he's he's even gonna come uh come come out and say like yeah uh, i was following triple g's advice or i was following triple g's uh lead right but i'm still completely confused as to why Aaron long is starting um I, I, have, I have no idea why uh jordan moore is still um uh you know part part of his team and uh it's just interesting. I mean, we we thought he fooled us with uh, with those Nation League uh, matches, right? With the semifinal and the final, where I mean, we we all praised him because he did a great job. He's an interim coach, and all of a sudden, he defeats the two best teams in Concacaf, which is Mexico and Canada, with you know, outstandingly. There was no doubt that the USMNT was the best team on both matches, uh, whatsoever. So you and I even give him you know praise as saying like, well, yeah. you know. He, he must be doing something right he must know his stuff you know solid uh this place on these two matches and all of a sudden everything just you know came crumbling down after uh those six and six and ohm uh, matches against the san kitts and nevis internet everything <laughs> was awful, man i mean yeah. he, a tough time i i feel i don't know if this is like arrogance or just players being cocky feeling that just because they they are part of the usmnt and they're part of one of the big teams in Concacaf. They feel like you know they can just win it by, by by the sheer pressure of their name uh, or the, the team they're representing, right? Yeah. Um, and they just you know figure that you know Panama, the likes of Panama and other smaller teams are just going to crumble uh, in front of them. But today was a good example of how. Yes, we keep on saying that the USMNT has uh, essentially improve their game and their uh, talent development you know, in leaps in the last 20 years. Uh, but this also goes to show that those small countries in CONCACAF are also finding ways to compete against the likes of USMNT, Mexico, Canada. So yeah, definitely these last few matches have been boring as hell. But we also have to say that CONCACAF uh, teams are doing their best in terms of finding uh, the tools and resources to be as competitive as they can on on this kind of matches right because uh i'm i'm not too sure if the if, if the USSF and the USMNT in general feels ashamed of not calling up the A team for these for this gold cup i mean we we all know that they it isn't like they diminished it but they definitely uh made the or take, took the decision of not calling up the best players because they don't see this tournament as a priority right Um, And that has been, you know, the, the, the approach for the last couple of years. So will this change anything in, 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 you know, in their scope? Will, will this, you know, hit them in the, I guess, in their pride and make them realize that, Hey, if you, if you claim to be the giant in CONCACAF, you have to go all out for every single tournament. Like, I understand that you want to help your uh, European base players, to find the correct landing spot you know, in terms of their next season. And so they, keep on, they, keep, they can keep on developing, but they, you have to find a compromise where you have to bring some talent to these matches. Just because you have the USMNT shirt on doesn't mean that you're going to win it.
0: Good points, man, good points. You, you said a lot, um, just to follow up with <laughs> you. Uh, I think, um, yeah, we may have given BJ Callahan a little too much credit playing, um, mm-hmm. like you said, Mexico and Canada, who are the the two other best teams in Concacaf. Um, I think uh, you know a, a probably a fifth division coach could have won with that team. That's how much talent that <laughs> uh, that USA A team has. Right, that yeah. A team is stacked, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I don't think this diminishes um, this loss. Diminishes the fact that. The USA is still currently probably the big the big dog, the king of CONCACAF at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think Mexico's A squad, Canada's A squad, Panama's A squad, Jamaica's A squad touches the USA's A squad at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're far above. Um, but yeah, man, uh, if you want to keep that that status of like you said, of far above of kings of CONCACAF, um, you got to perform at least at least in these tournaments, right? You you, you claim. USF USSF claims or you know self claims that the Nations League is the big tournament now that that's their priority. But um, I agree with you 100. They bring some talent, try to win this and show that dominance. I mean, you won exactly. a, a, a um, Nations League, a Gold Cup, a Nations League. If you want to keep that status as, as the big dog, keep that streak going. You, you don't want to lose that. And uh it, it just seemed like they, they the last two games they played without any heart. They played without any intensity. They played without mm-hmm. that. Um, desired to say all right we're going to keep that streak going you know as athletes you know competitive people you'd want to be able to say crap man i don't want to lose this streak i don't want to be the team responsible for you know we've won three big tournaments in a row now we're going to lose you know here no i don't know man it, it, it was bad bad performance two bad performances in a row and yeah. um let, let's just talk about some points of the the actual match here man i think um you know, Ferreira hit the post, in, like, the first or second minute, which would have been a golazo. He eventually mm-hmm. did score a, a fantastic goal. You know, we like to crap on Ferreira a lot for scoring against these small teams. He's granted Panama is still a small team, larger <laughs> than the uh, St. Kitts or Trinidad and Tobago, yeah. right? Uh-huh. But um, uh, they, they obviously pose a threat. But uh, he scored a golazo. We'll give it to him. That was, a, that was a great goal. Good pass from Jordan Morris. Did some decent hold-up play there. Uh, you know, we crap on Jordan Morris as well. I don't think he deserves to be at, he didn't play fantastic, but he didn't, he wasn't one of the worst players. He assisted on that goal. He made his penalty, a great penalty taken. Um, but yeah, man, Roldan, get him the heck out of here. He's done. <laughs> I don't know what yes. he was doing there. What a horrible yeah, no. penalty. He didn't contribute mm-hmm. at all, but he was on the field. How are you going to have Ferreira, who's just went down 10 minutes before, who looked like he pulled a hamstring or something, take a first penalty, start you off wrong. Horrible decision there in in order yeah. of penalties. Uh, Matt Turner did what he had to do, blocked one, kept them alive, but at the end of the day, wasn't enough. Um, I don't know, Kate Cal, man, I was kind of disappointed with him. I know we hyped him up before in the preview episode, thinking he mm. was going to be a uh, a catalyst for the USMNT going down that left wing. Um, from from these eleven players, or from the whole twenty three roster, whatever. Who who do you say had a good tournament? Who do you say faced with? Who do you say come back when we have the A team or B team? I want you back. I, I think I if I had to choose, I'd say maybe uh, Matt Turner, obviously. Yes. But other, other than that, I thought Mihailovic played decent the tournament. He was probably the, the, the biggest uh, threat in midfield. Um, Bucio was horrendous today. Could not get a mm-hmm. single shot on. Um, Reynolds, I thought had a decent match today uh, with passes and distributing. Same with Jones. The two center backs, uh, yeah, Matt Miazga included. I guess three center backs. Um, Bessi uh disastrous. Uh, Vasquez, who did not take his chance yeah. uh, as a start, disappointing. Yeah. I don't know, man. Who who saves face here? Who's able to say I, I deserve a chance with the A team,
1: if anyone? <laughs> I, you know, I think dude, and this, this is one of the things that we keep on saying, like the, the, the your pool of players is so vast that you can arguably just ignore all of these players and you'll be OK. Right. So it's difficult to to find a player that is going to that we can say save some face throughout these uh, five matches. If there's anyone that I'm going to mention, I think it's going to be Jalen Neal. Uh, yeah, you know, that, that's like that's a guy that I see that has potential and future. Uh, um, in trying to uh, challenge for a A-team spot as a center back. Um, I think he definitely has, well, from what I've read and from what I heard, is he has attracted some interest from a few European teams, especially in the Bundesliga. So if he can make the jump maybe in the next few years, I w- I, w- I can see him definitely you know, challenging for a, for a center back spot, whether in the bench or as a starting player on the USMNT A-team. Um, other than that, I... I don't think there's anyone in here that we can call has quality or has the the potential to contend for an A-team uh, position, right? Um, not even the likes of Sendejas, who we continue, you know, we constantly uh, discuss that he was like on the, on the edge, on the, on the, uh, on the very, that thin line between, you know, being a starting player for the B-team and then a, you uh-huh. know, bench team for the, for the A-team. But I think, Man, this tournament proved that he man he 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 might not even he might not be even that good to be a starting player for the B team. Yeah, Um, he has tough competition on the A team, but other than that, I I find it really difficult uh, to name anyone. Uh, I know that people love Jesus Ferreira, but I don't think he's up to uh, par with the likes of uh, not even Josh uh, Mm Sargent, which I which I would have called for this tournament, uh, yeah. if you ask me. Um, I don't think Brandon Vasquez... Uh, it, it's a shame because I do like Brandon Vasquez. I'm a, I'm a fan of Brandon Vasquez, but I totally agree, agree with you. He, he's he been given the opportunity to start and to make a difference at the very beginning, and he just chokes on the moment, yep. right? Um, I hope that he continues to play. He goes. He moves on to Europe and become a better player. But man, uh, I, I'm just afraid that we we will continue to see some of these faces thoroughly in the next few years uh, with Triple G. I, I don't I don't I, I'm, as much as I, as you and I can agree on. There's very there's a very few players that we can say, hey, give him a second chance and bring him up for as a, you know as a sub for the A team or just as a as a uh, reserve player for the A team. Um, I think we're gonna see more of them more often than than, than we would like
0: yeah unfortunately i think you are right um, especially with the uh, mls pro mls agenda that ussf likes to push and again uh-huh. nothing against mls mls has its place it develops great players sends players to europe on a great quick basis man uh, it, it's a great uh, feeder league to europe um and it you know it has its moments of entertainment but uh, a lot of these players that just are not, are not up to it, man. Uh, there mm. are those players that are Jalen Neal was one of the stood out, ones that stands out. Uh, Zimmerman has been one, um, in the past two, three years has stood out. Um, you know, Miles Robinson had a horrible tournament, but he's normally good when he plays with a team, he plays decent. Um, so yeah. Um, disappointment, disappointing to say the least, man, you know, as the, as the program, the USSF, us soccer grows and to greater heights and to the, the Kings of CONCACAF, right. Um, With that comes greater expectativa, greater expectations from the fans. And uh, to say that the fans were let down today is an understatement. Um, I think they were greatly let down. Um, We've come to expect bigger things from this team. And uh, even though this is a D team, C team, D team, you know, it's still disappointing. Um, Congrats to Panama. Um, You know, Mexico and Jamaica are about to uh, kick off. Um, Could it be Mexico's record nine gold cups? Or uh, will it be Jamaica or Panama's first? We'll find out. Uh, We'll have our uh, reactions video to the Mexico-Jamaica match um, tomorrow, July uh, 13th. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so stick it here with PPG. Uh, As we uh, take off, Adrian, man, uh, where can our listeners find us? And if you can, remind everybody about the giveaway.
1: For sure. So uh, before I remind them, uh, where can can they find us? Y'all got to listen to this. Our giveaway is still on. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe. You have to be a subscriber to uh, be eligible for uh, the giveaway, right? So uh, last week we posted a video to um, commemorate our 250 subscribers on the the channel. So go to that video, which we'll post on the description uh, below. You have to go to that video, make a comment on which shirt would you like, whether if it's a USMNT shirt or an L3 shirt and make uh, also comment, who is your favorite uh, player from the USMNT or L3? doesn't have to be a current player it could be a historical player right if you if you like andres guardado say that you like andres guardado if you like regalantuna you're wrong um but but again you have to be a subscriber you have to make a comment on that video specifically that video to be considered eligible for the giveaway um and uh, we will give away the shirt after the gold cup final which is this sunday so after the, the the game is done we will um name the winner of our giveaway um and now you can always find us on youtube don't forget to subscribe hit the like button and turn on the notifications you can also find us on apple podcast spotify or wherever you get your podcast on last but not least you can also find us on twitter and instagram we, we post stuff every now and then at puro pinche Gol.
0: yes sir make sure you follow us and um adrian man let's take off here go watch the mexico game see how that plays out mexico jamaica uh, battling it out for the uh, final spot in the uh, gold cup final Always a pleasure with you, my man. I'll see you
1: later. Likewise. Take it easy. See ya.